You're listening to Rotten Gems, the show where four dudes talk about movies we love. That critics maybe thought should be forced to eat a week old maggot burger with everything on it and flies on the side. Now let's get rotten. Marcus and I saw this other theaters. What do we always say? Let's get rotten. I think I'll be dead. The Rotten Gems. If you're still listening, whether it's on purpose or you had some weird incident where your kids got kidnapped by some weird person in a pirate costume, and then you got taken to a faraway land by a little pixie the size of your hand, and then you woke up and found some weird-looking mythological device that played this podcast, Rotten Gems, and now you're here listening with us, well, we thank you. Who exactly is we? I think it's time I introduce you to my co-hosts. I'm Keenan. I'm Marcus. And if you heard correctly in our intro, Keenan mentioned that there are four dudes who talk about movies we love. Please welcome now a permanent cast member to Rotten Gems, our fourth member. That's me, John. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were just going to lead with, your name is That's Me. (laughs) That's right, and you may have noticed some changes here. New logo, new sound, new cast member. Um, you know, we made some some New Year's mm-hmm. resolutions, and uh, maybe this year we'll actually get to them. How's it going, fellas? <laughs> Anybody? <laughs> <laughs> Don't all jump at once. <coughs> going fantastic. It's going all right. Things are good. Things yeah. are good. So we're talking movies, guys. It's kind of our whole thing here. Um, Nineteen ninety-one movie hook. You guys have seen this, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Most definitely. So today we are talking about the 1991 smash hit, question mark, uh, Hook, directed by Steven Spielberg. Um, If you haven't seen the movie, um, just know you're about to be spoiled on a movie that is well over 30 years old now. So um, if you haven't listened to it. We don't feel bad. Yeah, what are are you doing here? Get out of here. So the reason we're talking about Hook today, fellas, is because it didn't do so hot with the critics. Um, It's sitting at a 29% on Rotten Tomatoes. uh, With a 76% from fans. And a 6.8 out of 10 on IMDb out of 248,000 reviews. That's 6.8 Broken Clocks, 6.8 Imaginary Turkey Legs, and 6.8 bags of marbles out of 10. So, um, as we get back into our watching of this, um, fellas, what were your reactions going into this? Were you excited to watch this again? I I know that we make this list of movies based on ones that we've all seen and enjoy. So, who who, uh, wants to go first? Keenan, what do you think? How How was your thoughts going into this movie? My thoughts going into this? I was fucking furious. Oh, okay. This is insane that this movie scored so low. <laughs> this is probably the movie I've been most upset about the entire time we've done this, that it's sitting that low. And I went through an emotional roller coaster with this movie. Oh, I can't wait to hear about that over the night. Uh, that's, that's exciting. John, what do you think? How, how, how are you uh, experiencing going into this movie? I'm kind of on the same boat as Keenan. I was really looking forward to seeing how this was reviewed, and I was shocked based off of the rating on Rotten Tomatoes. And going into the movie, 
it's been a while since I've seen it, and I still had a lot of feels during it. It's quite an experience. It's very touching, John. Marcus, what do you got? <laughs> yeah, kind of the same thing. Uh, honestly, I was actually surprised it was on our list to watch, that it would even be, you know, lower, what is it, 65% or something? So, uh, I think it's 60%, right? So below yeah, 60 is our, our minimum. Yeah, yeah. Either way, it's like, yeah, <laughs> and I, when, I, when I was taking my notes today and I saw 29%, that's ridiculous. Right. Right. This should be in the 90s. Yeah, I can't Easy. believe it. And, and for a Steven Spielberg movie, you don't you don't see that. That's what happen, I was right? wondering Spielberg too. and Robin Williams, right, right. Dustin Not Hoffman. just Robin Williams, everybody yeah. in this movie was insane. It's, I mean, and it's like a beloved franchise too. Like you should think that just because it's, I mean, it's not original. That's part of the problem, I think. With Maybe yeah. a, a lot of reviews that we come up against is people expect it to be something else because they've seen something similar before, and it wasn't exactly what they wanted it to be. Well, and I mean. Obviously, we'll get into the details or whatever, but <laughs> there was not a reason for it to be rated poorly. It just wasn't. Right. It wasn't like bad acting. It wasn't even the the CGI wasn't bad. Just, <laughs> I really do not understand how it had right. a 29%. Critically, I thought this would score higher. Because it seems like a movie that critics would actually enjoy. There's movies on our list that I know critics are going to hate. Yeah. Because yeah. they're just our type of movie. Yeah. <laughs> Hot Rod. <laughs> <laughs> Land of the Lost. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's probably a better ride. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm in the same boat. Like, I, like, like John, I, I saw this at a very young age, and I, I didn't remember most of this movie. Aside from, like, key scenes or, like, Oh yeah, I, I took me seeing the intro of the scene to remember what what the scene was about. So it was kind of like a a new watch for me, even though I definitely have seen this movie several times, uh, probably single digit age because this came out before I was born. So when when do you guys? When was your first time watching this? Marcus and I saw this together in theaters. <laughs> <laughs> the prime age of two years old. <laughs> That's it. We just saw. How, how, I don't yeah, know how old I was. Yeah. It was a long time ago, but remember I, I, those key moments. I probably had the same reaction I had today. Yeah. I laughed. I cried. <laughs> <laughs> Shit my pants. How did that guy That's play food does. on him? <laughs> All right, guys. Well, without further ado, let's jump into our scene-by-scene -scene breakdown of Hook starring Dustin Hoffman, Robin Williams, and Julia Roberts. So, quick little synopsis of the movie Hook, if you have uh, the need for a refresher. When Captain James Hook kidnaps his children, an adult Peter Pan must return to Neverland and reclaim his youthful spirit in order to challenge his old enemy. The weird thing about that synopsis, though, is it kind of ignores the fact that Peter Pan completely forgets who he is. <laughs> and that's like right. a major thing in this movie. Definitely. Um, so we're going to do things a little differently here. And this time we're going to tell you we've we've picked one uh, bad review for the movie that just kind of sums up what it seemed like critics thought of this movie, which is weird. But um, Stephen Hunter of The Baltimore Sun um, gave this movie a 2.5 out of 4, which is a very interesting scale. And he said um, his review is, quote, PP, phone home, or at least get a new agent. And the main reason I picked this is because of PP. And the PP is funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
So that's why people tune in for these classic gems. (laughs) So with that, uh, jumping in, and I'm glad you mentioned Marcus, the, the Peter losing his memory, because I totally forgot how we got from point A to point B. Like, obviously going into this movie, you know, Robin Williams is Peter Pan and they're watching his daughter in a play and they're Peter Pan. So wouldn't you be more excited if the play is about you? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I mean, it seems like Neverland just has that effect. Because I'm just going to jump to the end real quick. At the end, the kids come back and they they look at their mom and they're like, "I remember, <laughs> I remember this lady." Yeah, the the weird, um, I guess, lore and logic behind the the Neverland and the memory. It's it's kind of iffy at times, but we'll get to that. Well, um, and, well, and also. Sorry, I know you literally said we'll get to that, but <laughs> it's fresh in my head. I'm going to forget do about it. it. Do it. Uh, Jack starts forgetting, too. Like, he literally forgets his dad, dad within a day. I mean, in his defense, he wasn't a great dad. So. <laughs> and his hair was styled yeah. different. So, yeah. And you had a pirate brainwashing you. That's true. I mean, he went through some, some yeah. shit. Right? Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> But yeah, so it opens up um, with the school play, and it's Maggie, um, Peter's daughter. She's playing in the play. She's playing Wendy. And so I guess right here, we know that Peter Pan is canon in this universe, and it is a story. Uh, Is it like, is there a Disney movie about it, or is it just the story? Because they made it seem like throughout the movie that she has the Peter Pan books, and she came home, and they wrote about it. But how much of Peter Pan is in this universe? Exactly. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> <laughs> so right away, that's odd. And you know, it's for an older movie. Like it always takes seeing one thing for me to remember how old this movie is. But instantly, the guy with the camcorder in the audience, I'm just like, oh, okay. Yes. And, We're and then the old. brick cell phone. I know. Oh yeah. Um. So he, he, Peter, is in the audience, and at this point, we kind of learn that he's maybe not the most attentive dad because he's he's taking a work he's taking a work phone call in this performance. He's a bit of a workaholic, um, and I don't know about you guys, but I'm sick of this movie trope. The the, I, the workaholic. No, no, no. What? <laughs> I work in corporate America. This is exactly how it is, one hundred percent. But I mean, like, hang on, I got a call. <laughs> We all know that's just a team's message, Keenan. It's not a call. Call me on the weekend and watch me not push decline fast enough. I am tired of that trope, though, too, of like, oh, I have to work. My family doesn't matter. Like, well, like not not only that, but like the the workaholic is like getting it from both sides, like people calling him. And then they always live in a nice house and the whole family is like, Hey, why do we? Why do you work all the time? It's like, do you do you want nice things? Like, we, we live here because of me. You can't play baseball if I don't make you, money. You son. took a different turn on that than I expected. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to defend the 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 family, not well, no, not I, the working dad. I absolutely, I absolutely defend the family personally. But I, the reason I hate this trope is it always ends the same, and it's always the person realizing, oh, maybe I should spend more time with my family, and it took this movie trope for me to figure that out money doesn't matter well let's keep in mind this was made in 1991 mm-hmm. the trope probably wasn't used yeah, that's very true that's yeah. probably like the as high point much. of that trope it's like 
Yeah. Several several probably yeah. followed this movie. Yeah. Can I just say one thing about the theater too? Watching this again when you it all clicks about like he forgot everything and this play is really about like stuff that happened to him. You're just like, man, this is kind of weird. Yeah, it was it was very uneasy. It's yeah. like that's Wendy. That's <laughs> just <his> daughter. <laughs> It was just weird. I'm just clear. I've seen the Disney movie. <laughs> I know what's going on. Yeah, like can can you imagine seeing a play about yourself and not knowing that's a play? Like I googled Bretts, just like famous Bretts, just to see <laughs> if I could be anybody shitty else. podcast, the musical. <laughs> yeah. All I found is this guy named Brett talks on this show called Rotten Gems, and I really hope that's not me. <laughs> I hate that dude. This is where Inception got their idea, though. God, story Damn. inside of a story. Good point. Christopher yeah. Nolan was <laughs> started writing Inception when he was in the theater watching maybe, Hood. Maybe he was an extra. He could have been. Or no, yeah. Well, I wanted to bring up a question because the next it goes to them playing a game of baseball. And it's the Santa series. <laughs> I saw it to the ump. Mm-hmm. Is this a Christmas movie? Oh. I, got, I, I came away at the end of this movie. I was like, this is a Christmas movie. <laughs> <laughs> Even though never or Neverland, it's you know in like a tropical island with some snow and penguins, in an infinite time loop though. So, but uh, when he tips the the driver, he says "Merry Christmas." Is that all it takes to be a Christmas movie? It's all it takes. And some snow <laughs> takes place during Christmas. Check. Christmas London. Movie. Learn a lesson. Oh, wow. Yeah. Check. Kids. Santa, Santa beard. It's it's funny though that you ask if it's a Christmas movie because I wrote in my notes I wrote Santa series question marks because I was going to be like is this another sports movie? Did you guys treat me to watch another sports <laughs> I movie? I got the same thing too. He's a sports guy, and I just want to let you guys know that um, I played baseball growing up. That's exactly how it is. You got, <laughs> you you got your umpire balls? just dressed up as a Santa Claus. <laughs> if your dad's not in there in June. You're not going to hit that curveball. <laughs> right. Can't hit curveballs without fatherly sport. Like, is the Santa series only played in winter? I have a lot of questions about what is and what are the rules for the Santa series. I don't know. You can't steal bases because stealing's unethical. Just give one. <laughs> You're going to get shot. Interesting. <laughs> Did you guys like that part in the office, though, when he's on his way out to see the game? The <laughs> cell phone draw? I thought that oh. was a little corny. Yeah, that was, I was like, <laughs> well, that a challenge? Awkward. That was That's interesting. You know, you know things people still do today <laughs> with their cell phones? <laughs> uh, you already have it here. Yeah, yeah, that's not fair. <laughs> you can't do that. But has to flip. I also thought that uh, Robin Williams looked like he lost that. He, he did lose that. <laughs> but he, at, at he first made it he seem like yeah. he won. He, he, he did. I, I checked it. He had his phone to his ear first, open. Oh, okay. Then oh, he, so it's yeah, he got hit oh. by the 5G, and, and uh, <laughs> he's going under now. No, okay, so with this scene, though, I'm glad you mentioned that because he's getting, right after he does the little quick drama McGraw thing, goes in the elevator, the, the people to comfort him going on his trip, they say, don't worry, more people crash on cars than in planes. <laughs> Was that supposed to be comforting? Because how do you get to the airport? <laughs> I'll admit, this is the first time in this movie that I cried. I cried multiple times during this movie, but when he gets into the elevator and he's just like, hey, when it's your time to go, it's your time to go. I was just like, oh, well, fuck me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And what if it's the pilot's time to go? (laughs) 
And that's when they got sad after that. They were like, oh, <laughs> oh. no. It's just really nice to see Robin Williams again. It really yeah. was. Yeah. So then uh, it cuts to them on the plane, and they're, they're flying to their destination. It never really says where, but... Um, <laughs> So what I love about this scene is Maggie shows Peter the drawing that <laughs> Jack, <laughs> Jack yeah. made. Beautiful. Jack's, Jack's a little pissed because Peter uh, did not show up to his, his baseball game like he promised. His word is his bond. He said after he made his promise, whatever, or he, after broke he didn't broke, make yeah. It, yeah. Now it's my bond. <laughs> yeah. Starting now. Starting now, yeah. It's because I love you now all this time. The, the drawing is a little questionable because it was showing the plane they were on crashing <laughs> and on fire and everybody had like parachutes and stuff. I don't care who had parachutes. <laughs> Everyone was dying in that picture. There were tons of sharks. That was going to be a feeding frenzy. Yeah, but there were sharks in the picture. I didn't know. Yeah, there were that. sharks in the water. Nobody's surviving that. I mean, it's Spielberg. <laughs> he had to reference his own movie, right? Uh, yeah. And the plane was on fire e. on both sides. <laughs> you see E.T. flying <laughs> in a bicycle in the background? Maybe we should pause it and look at it again. Because the sharks are hard to tell when it's first. Because you just focus on the plane. That, right. Yeah. I mean, we could pull up the clip. Yeah. We could do it right now. I didn't get much past the uh, the plane being on fire because then they're very loudly talking about like, oh, if this plane were to crash and like they're speaking in a very loud and audible tone and it's like, this, there's no way this would fly today. As he's smashing a baseball up against the window. <laughs> what are you afraid? We're going to get sucked out? Uh, uh, yeah. Air yeah. marshal. <laughs> I did notice that at least the uh, extras in the background did like look like Hey, control your kid. <laughs> At least that was normal. What is going on over there? Like, if, if I'm on a plane in the year 2022 and someone shows me a drawing they made of the plane crashing, I'm going to say, put that shit away right now. <laughs> Don't let anybody see that. So, We're going to end up on a list. <laughs> yeah. Was it Spirit Airlines? No, it was Pan Am. Oh, and uh, which, which, Pan, Pan. Which actually was a real airline that like went Pan out of Labyrinth. business. <laughs> Shout out to Catch Me If You Can. The Pan Am airline went out of business the week before this movie came out. So wow. that was kind of interesting. <laughs> so then they arrive at Wendy's house. Um, and I couldn't help but notice they took a car there. Thanks, office people, for that guaranteed message of safety. Um, and then they walk inside and they see this old guy. And he's he's creepy looking dude. I, I don't know. If he's, I, I, I think he's creepy. <laughs> like, that was aggressive. Oh, my Why God. Why was he creepy? <laughs> well, Look how old you are. <laughs> there's one scene. Okay, later, Look how there's old a scene where he looked very creepy. And then that that's just like, all right, well, you're creepy in my mind now. And I'm sure that you guys maybe saw the same thing. But um, <laughs> anyways, this old dude is looking for his marbles that he lost, which... <laughs> I was going to do it, but I was like, it passed. <laughs> I forgot about the whole marble payoff. So I, he's just like, ah, oh, I lost my marbles. I thought that was just dad humor, like boomer humor. I don't know. But anyway, so then they, um, you know, they meet, we, we meet Wendy and the kids seem to be in on the fact that this is the Wendy from the Peter Pan because Maggie says, I played you in school, great grandma. So, mm -hmm. well, as far as they are concerned, it is the story is based off of her and her brother's stories that they told their neighbors. That's yeah. what she later explains, I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, they, they still think it's fake, but it's based off of her stories. So that brings up more questions about this Peter Pan being canon. 
So if it is canon that Peter Pan existed and there have been stories written about him, is this family loaded for having being related to the writer of Peter Pan? Because I, I got to imagine. Clearly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you, you see that flat <laughs> in London? They are 100% balling right now. So, so then. They have an orphanage. <laughs> yeah. So, so I mean, that, that's, that's the kids' grandma, right? So that's, that's what I'm, I'm getting at. It's like, why does Robin Williams need to be this hotshot lawyer if they're already loaded from these children's books? I don't know. Well, plus, I mean, also, they were already loaded because... That was her childhood home in the middle of London. Mm. Probably super expensive. Good call out. But anyways, uh, he wasn't, I mean, he was her grandson, sort of, but he was adopted by a different family and taken to America. So he wasn't rich. Fair. Fair. Well, I mean, I mean, the kids, the kid's mother is Moira, who is Wendy's. Yeah, that's true. Granddaughter. So they are they are actually blood related, but I mean Peter's not, but Yeah, that's true. Anyway She's just selfish. <laughs> I mean she's still alive, so they haven't gotten any inheritance yet. Yeah. For and, now. And by the way, uh, Dame Maggie Smith, who played Granny Wendy, she looked very, very old. Yeah, I thought the same thing. That I was, was impressive. Uh, I was like, she has not aged in 30 yeah. years. She's been that old the whole time. <laughs> that's, the, that's the thing is because like, she looks like that now. And I'm like, how? So she was actually 56 years old during this movie, but they aged her up to play a 92-year-old granny. Dang. I, wow. I, I think I realized that towards the end of the movie when he kept going back as young Peter Pan. And she kept progressively aging. Yeah, mm-hmm. and at one point when she's like, this is my granddaughter, Moira. Hey, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> and she looked younger than she did, obviously. So I that was probably more of her natural look at the time. That makes sense. That Your makes daughter sense. looks like Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> I'm going to kiss her. <laughs> wow, she's no, she was Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> You're jumping what? ahead. You're jumping yeah. ahead. Wendy was Gwyneth Paltrow. No, you're jumping ahead. You're no, jumping ahead. Wonder. We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> We're going to fight over oh, yeah. this later. Oh, no. We, well, <laughs> I, one, one I of already won. Right. One of you is right. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Yeah. I won. <laughs> so then we get to see this uh, dinner that um, they're hosting in regard to the orphanage, right? So Moira is there and, uh, or yeah, Moira's there and Peter's there and Wendy's there. And it's in Wendy's honor. I was a little confused about what this dinner was about was it just like it was just it like was, it was her honor. orphanage she's dedicating the orphanage. she's done so much work in getting kids adopted that and they they put something together in her honor and i think they had a like a center put together in her honor uh, <clears throat> but i want to reel us back for a second because yeah. i feel like we missed a scene where they're getting ready for the event and peter gets another call first off uh what's his name brad Brad needs to do his fucking job. (laughs) Peter's on PTO. Stop calling. Second off, as a parent, that's exactly how it is. (laughs) I was going to say, when I was watching, I was getting upset at uh, Moira, who... Take him out of the room. Yeah, she saw him answer the phone, which I know she doesn't like, whatever. But, I mean, she could have helped rain in her kids who were purposely just being loud oh so i I didn't expect you to side with the workaholic dad here mark (laughs) 
It, it's it's siding with a parent who's on a phone call. I know, yeah, yeah. Um, so. uh, and I I just want to get back <laughs> <laughs> and say, Gwyneth Paltrow played young Wendy. <laughs> Hit it. Oh no, I was muting your mic. <laughs> <laughs> you were muting mine until just now. <laughs> so then they are at the the weird dinner, and um, you know Peter is talking, and he's like, oh, I normally talk to shareholders. <laughs> But now I'm here talking to all you guys, and uh, and then I mean his jokes were pretty good. Yeah. So so here's what I'll say: the the people in the crowd obviously knew him, right? Because you know fellow fellow orphans. I don't care like how good of friends you are. Don't ever stand up and like just start randomly clapping when one of your friends is in the middle of their dinner speech. It seemed very weird to me. He asked them to. Didn't he? No, he was just talking, and then one guy just stood up and started clapping, right? I thought he asked, he like, said if, like, if anybody had, like, was impacted by her work, like, if you want to stand up and clap. Stand up. Yeah, he, he and said something about it, and then everybody stood up. Scene two, where I began weeping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, I, I mean, I was taking notes, so maybe I was, like, writing a note here, but I just thought, okay, why is this guy just standing up and clapping during the middle of his speech? That's very odd to me. But and then the thunderous applause. Broke open the window and gave <laughs> poor old Wendy a, a shiver down her spine. And, like, she was very clearly, like, in pain or agitated, right? And, but did that stop the applause? But nobody <laughs> stopped. Nobody yeah. cared. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a heart attack. My heart hurts. So what was happening at home while this dinner was going on here? With the kids, what was going on with them? I assume just a storm, right? <laughs> Storms that leave claw marks on the wall, which was, I thought it was claw marks. But like, was that supposed to be a sword? Like, And did they go through the window or did they go through the front door? Because it shows them like wiggling the back window and opening it. Unless or did, did they go through the window, then go downstairs and we're just like, fuck this claw. <laughs> we're going out the door. <laughs> but then they come back and... Uh, Whoever was watching the kids was just like, they, they came through. I couldn't yeah. open the door. Fired. Worthless. worthless. <laughs> you had one Lisa. job. Did you, <laughs> Not did you call Lisa. the cops at the Lisa. very minimum? <laughs> Speaking of the cops, when the cops arrive, uh, I was very uh, shocked to see the cop was none other than who? Mr. Tarzan soundtrack himself. Is Bill Collins. Okay. I, I've... I had this argument before. What do you think Phil Collins is best known for? Is it the Tarzan, Tarzan soundtrack, soundtrack or his own music? I mean, <laughs> I, I it probably depends on generation. It's, it's in the air tonight or Tarzan. That's like, what I'm saying. That's right. Yeah, that's for, what I was going to say. Yeah. I was going to say, if you ask anybody over the age of like 35, it's Phil Collins' music. But it's to anybody else, it's just Tarzan, right? That's how you know him. Like who's finding and listening to Phil Collins? Anyway. Great soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, that was great. Like he didn't need to. He didn't need to go that hard. He really didn't. <laughs> <laughs> that was a kids' movie. Yeah, dial back. Man, I'm gonna start crying right now. <laughs> um, all right, so yeah, Phil Collins is the the inspector there, and um, he's taking police reports. And then that weird old dude's back again, and he goes, "I've forgotten how to fly." And Phil Collins gives him a look like, "Yeah, 
One does. He's not a weird guy. <laughs> He's weird. That weird, creepy, evil-looking dude. He He's up to something. He was in on it the entire time. He is weird. <laughs> Listen, I know, given all the context and we know, what we know about him, it's not weird. But nobody else knows that. <laughs> Wouldn't Wendy know? I mean, she does, but like... The cop, he's just like, okay, yeah, yeah, cool, cool. Awesome. How does he remember? How does Toodles remember? Does he remember? I feel like he has like fragments of like knowing that it's gonna make him fly when see, he gets his money. See, that's the weird lore I'm talking about. Like you guys mentioned, Jack forgets like instantly, and then Toodles at the end, obviously when he gets his his shit back, he remembers, and then he just flies in the world when Peter was flying in the previous scene. So Toodles was a lost boy, right? He's yeah. not like yep. okay. Yeah, I don't Inception. know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because the obviously Peter forgets. Yeah. But Wendy doesn't. Yeah, Wendy Wendy one hundred percent should have forgot. If not from the Neverland effect from the show. <laughs> <laughs> She's not following. Oh, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. So like I don't know exactly where this scene falls in. Oh, when she's telling Peter who he is. Mm-hmm. She's like, Don't you remember anything past or you were twelve or thirteen when you got adopted? <laughs> you should remember before that. And I was like, I don't remember anything oh. before 12 and 13. <laughs> That's called repressed <laughs> memories. <laughs> I was like, I, 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 don't, I don't remember yesterday. We're going to have another <laughs> therapy session here soon. Yeah, no, that, that was actually Tinkerbell in the next scene when she's like trying to like get him to come. She's like, yeah, what, what do you... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. She, was, she was trying that a lot in that movie. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, so Tinkerbell tried to get him to come to Neverland. <laughs> um, yeah, so you know he doesn't remember anything before the ages of 12, but he adamantly denies that he's Peter Pan because of reasons, you know. I mean, um, if you told me I was Peter Pan, I'd be fuck you. <laughs> I mean, that's a good point. But, he, but your name is not also Peter. But Drew? if you arrange the letters in my name... It's nothing like it. <laughs> Still not Peter, yeah. I'm like, wait for the end, the end of this. Uh, so then, yeah, you know, we're introduced to Tinkerbell, master manipulator, um, fakes dying to get Peter to acknowledge her. Uh, oh, you, you've, you've hurt my heart. I need you to clap to make me feel better. <laughs> well, Peter's drinking a lot during that scene, and um, I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> and that's exactly how it is. <laughs> I'm just going to get this out here right now. Uh, I, d- I did like how she asked Peter what she, uh, he thought she was. And, like, I, I literally, like, wrote down his response word for word because it was so great. You're a, a complex Freudian hallucination having something to do with my mother, and I don't know why you have wings, but you have very lovely legs, and you're a nice, tiny person. And what am I saying? I don't know who my mother was. I'm an orphan. I've never taken drugs because I missed the 60s. I was an accountant. <laughs> Can you do that on alcohol, Keenan? Probably. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I could probably yeah. put that together. So that was a that was a good little scene there. Um, but at this point, Tinkerbell kidnaps Peter. Um, this frustrated me. The list of her crimes. Hilarious. Yeah, the list of her crimes <laughs> just keeps going up. Takes him to Neverland. Not just Neverland. She takes him straight to the pirates. <laughs> Drops he has him off no right idea there. who right. he is. He clearly is out of shape. He's not going to be able to stand up to Captain Hook. Yeah. What was she thinking at that time? Like, right in the middle of the town, just just ridiculous. Which here, great here, set here's piece. the boat. Yeah, it was a You're uh, covered in a blanket. You'll be fine. Yeah, it was amazing. 
It looked cool, yeah. Oh, the town absolutely did. Uh, no, but this is the scene where the guy looked the creepiest. Like, Toodles is watching Tinkerbell take him uh, take him away, and he stands there with, like, big old butt <laughs> eyes on the balcony. <laughs> Looks like he's about to, like, cream his jeans from seeing Oh, this. my gosh. Brett, right all along. hate Toodles. I hate this guy. Because <laughs> at this point, I still didn't remember who he was. <laughs> and I'm like, what is this guy's deal? What I'm curious, why didn't they just make it one of the brothers? That's what I, so yeah, yeah. I remember uh, bits and pieces of this movie before watching it today. Um, in my, the memory I have of it is that he was one of Wendy's younger brothers. But that's why I was saying, like, is he a lost boy? Because he's clearly not, mm-hmm. were they John and Michael? Yep. Well, I, no, I actually, I was looking at the facts of the movie today and they said that in like real Peter Pan lore canon, what, what story? I don't know. He and Wendy end up getting married, but they just kept it like, oh, she's taking care of him hmm. type thing. Um, but anyway, when, she, when Tinkerbell flies um, Peter to Neverland, there was something, I don't know if you guys picked up on it, when she flies him over the city. I did there's see a, it. Yeah, there's a couple kissing on the bridge, and when she flies over, pixie dust falls on them, and then they start flying instantly. And do you know who that couple was? Who was who played the couple? It was none other than George Lucas and Carrie Fisher. <laughs> odd, right? Wow. Yeah. That is odd because George <laughs> Lucas is like very <laughs> way older than her, yeah. isn't he? <laughs> well, what else is odd is that they don't freak out when they start flying. They just keep making out. <laughs> I mean, at that point, you just roll with it, right? <laughs> how, how long does Pixie Dust last? Like, could they have flown home or is it just like... Uh, I'll have to ask my dealer. <laughs> <laughs> Does it show up on a drug test? Or? Depends on the quality. Right. Um, so then they wake up in Neverland on a pirate ship. Um, so that's cool, I guess. Um, and then, you know, Peter's in trouble because he woke up in pirates and Tinkerbell absolutely just massacres all of them, just starts killing all of them. She's a monster. Okay. She's a beast. That... She that should have just killed Hook. Yeah, <laughs> this movie would have been way shorter. <laughs> that scene was like the first, like laugh out loud moment when he uh, puts on the pirate thing and he's like, "Ah," they're like, "Ah, how are you doing? I'm good. <laughs> how are you?" And this is where we finally meet Mr. Smee, played by Bob Hoskins. So that was Mario. Yeah, Mario. it's a we hit. don't talk about that. I mean, it, we're not going to say about we could here. talk about no, that. No, we can't. For sure. <laughs> no, we absolutely cannot. You're right. Movies we love. <laughs> not that destroyed our entire childhood. Yeah, not that made us very sad. We can admit that that's, we don't love all bad movies, okay? <laughs> I don't like any bad movies. That, that's a good I point. I like good movies. Um, so now we, we learn that Mr. Smee and we see Hook and Peter learns that, holy <laughs> shit, he did take the kids. Um, they weren't lying. <laughs> <laughs> that, that would have been a nice twist. <laughs> no, no, they're, they're back not home. here. <laughs> they literally were taken by Jack the Ripper, and they're dead. <laughs> right, left, they left a sword in the in the wall. It could be anybody. We don't know. <laughs> Whose trademark is swords? Um, and then we see uh, Captain Hook himself, and he's metal AF here because he locks a dude in a box for doubting him and then pours scorpions on him. That dude yeah. is not a dude. No? You know who that dude is? No, I didn't. Who is it? Glenn Close. 
What? Yeah. <laughs> With a beard? That was I did not know that at all. Oh my I, God. I knew it like watching the scene and I still was just like, maybe it's not, but it is 100%. Why did they do that? I'm not complaining, but that's very interesting. I, uh, and it's funny because I just happened to see, I didn't know it until I, I just saw something on Instagram like four days ago. It just happened to be that scene showing Glenn Close as one of the pirates. That's wild. Okay, now I have to go home and actually watch that part again, just not looking for it. I did not know that. That's crazy. Yeah, they put her in the boo box, and I don't know if you know this. I've been stung by scorpions. Ooh. And that's exactly what it's like. <laughs> that's horrible. <laughs> that was gruesome. And they were all excited for it. And by the way, Hook's announcement of coming from the ship, amazing. Of When he came out and they announced him. It was exactly like hook, 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 yeah, yeah. hook. Make the carpet. Where's the carpet? Yeah. In the starting lineup. Yeah. <laughs> Even when they show his hook for the first time, how it has like yeah. that, like lightning or whatever the like the lighting of it, just like being attached or welded. I don't know why. Sharpened, right? No, when it, when like, no, they were sharpening it. it. Yeah, they I think In they the were beginning. Frying, yeah. But then Smee gives it to him, and then it cuts to black, and then it shows the hook being attached, and then sparks flying off of it. Oh, I don't know. That. I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> that was like dramatic of like. <laughs> yeah, that was badass how they announced him. Yeah. Just got you hyped. And then, and then you know, he finds Peter because it doesn't take long because he was, again, dropped in the pirates. Love that for him. Um, and then basically there's, there's doubt on whether or not this is the real Peter. And um, tells him, all right, fly up and touch your kids' hands and you can leave, which that, that seems like a terrible deal. Um, but Peter doesn't know how to fly. He actually doesn't remember who he is at all. So after finding out that this isn't going to work, um, Hook decides to cancel the war. And <laughs> I, I don't know if this line was supposed to be funny, but I actually laughed out loud. And he said, gentlemen, I've decided to cancel the war. Kill them. <laughs> you know how war is when, you, when you're just playing and you're not actually trying to kill them. Um so then Tink, the absolute mad lad Tink, uh, gets him to change his mind. She says, one week and I can get him in shape. You promised people the war of a century. Your whole life has been building to this, mo- this moment. Mortal Kombat, glory, hook versus pan. And I got to say, crossover episode? Mortal Kombat, Peter Pan, what? Get over here! <laughs> <laughs> oh, you are all ready for that. So, like, I paused it, and I was like, did she just say Mortal Kombat? And then I actually turned the subtitles on to see if they spell it with a K. They did not, so mm, there's that. Dang. Boo. Boo. Right. I don't know the buttons, guys. <laughs> Boo. Get your, get your own mixer. Um, so this next scene um, kind of kind of pissed me off, too, because Peter gets knocked into the water after all this. Tinkerbell's made a deal with Hook. I'll get, I'll get him in tip-top shape in three days to face you, fight you. So... Peter gets knocked into the water and then goes underwater, starts making out with some mermaids for whatever reason. Three of them. Three that, mermaids. That didn't, that didn't piss me off. No, no, no. that's, that's not the part. This is one of those scenes where I'm like, dang, this happened? That's not the part that pissed me off. His hands aren't even tied at that point. Yeah. He could swim up. Yeah. He's just enjoying it. This is a married man, and he's just like, oh, yeah, I'll let this happen to me. It, 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 it's Neverland, for the air. It's for the air. He forgot he was married. It was yeah. Neverland. Neverland. So the mermaids come up, they make out a little bit. I know he's giving him air, but, I mean, do mermaids have air in their lungs? 
I was wondering that too. I was like, <laughs> how do they have air to give him? Don't they have gills? <laughs> is that the whole point? I don't know. They, they were taking turns swimming to the <laughs> surface and yeah. coming back down. Yes, that coming was back the, down hard. That was the need for three of them. <laughs> I will say after the mermaids though. That was the first time I saw CGI that I didn't enjoy when he's being Same. raised in the shell. The other CGI that I didn't like was uh, Tinkerbell on the little uh, banister thing. I didn't catch that. Which part? When she's like uh, negotiating with Hook and she, you know, she's on top of that little banister, but the banister is like uneven. And so, like, one of her legs was, like, off of it, and it was really <laughs> bugging me. So, so yeah, so he he makes out with the mermaids. He gets raised up in that shitty-looking shell, right? And then he just goes to this whirlwind of things. He finds the Lost Boys hangout, right? And when he gets there and he finds Tinkerbell, she's asleep. She was just in the other scene. So well, like, he's dead. <laughs> like, I'm going to bed. She obviously <laughs> doesn't care about Yeah, how, how fucking hardcore is this chick that she's just like, yeah, he's a lost cause, right? Night, y'all. And then goes to sleep immediately? I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> That's the part that pisses me off. <laughs> Why are you sleeping? Oh, those kids? Yeah, they're yeah, good. Yeah, that was funny. the most restful sleep I've ever had. <laughs> Five minutes. <laughs> um, so then we're introduced to the Lost Boys, and I just got to say, Rufio was cool then. Rufio is cool now. So I don't know if anybody has any objections to that, but. No. Yeah. Badass kid. Rufio. Mr. Skunkhead with the too much moose himself was pretty awesome. So then. Um, Thank God nothing bad happens to him. <laughs> <laughs> so then, you know, we go through the motions. Peter gets roughed up a bit by and then smelled by some flowers. <laughs> Uh, couldn't help but notice where that one flower in particular was sniffing him, like literally right on his crotch. Did anybody else see that? Yeah, we might see that coming back for Bedwed Behead later. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the flower. Crotch smelling flower. Yeah. And like the the flower lingered, lingered there for what felt like a couple of minutes. <laughs> I don't know. So then we uh, are introduced to the rest of the Lost Boys. Um, and this is where there's kind of that divide on people who believe Peter's the real Peter or not. Um, now, if you guys remember that scene, uh, Rufio says the line, you're dead, jolly man, and like swings the sword and stops right before Peter's head. So I, I remember looking at that scene, I'm like, he had to have like perfect control to stop that. And like Robin Williams didn't even flinch at all. Like the, the sword just stopped right next to his head. I'm like, that's crazy. And then when I was reading the, the facts about this movie, I actually found out they shot that scene in reverse and the the line you're dead jolly man had to be spoken backwards by dante vasco that seems unnecessary <laughs> yeah <laughs> just so that the mouth would match up and then obviously he just recorded the oh line. okay that oh, makes more sense yeah. <laughs> so he said like nah my lad i had rayu <laughs> <laughs> oh what's going on <laughs> the devil's being raised here in the podcast yeah, studio <laughs> So the sword started on his head, and then he, like, pulled it back and then said the line. And then, uh, like, crazy. Uh, like, that they were even doing film filmmaking techniques like that in the 90s, you know. Oh. Uh, that was interesting. Spielberg. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, pioneer, right? He does everything. <clears throat> so then, um, as the <laughs> Lost Boys are trying to decide if they believe this Rufio. is the real, the, the real Peter Pan or not, um, Rufio draws a line. And one little kid, Pockets, was his name, which 
sick ass name, Pockets. Um, um, so at this point, Pockets is is uh, messing around with Peter's face, and I got to ask, what was the stage direction here for this kid? Yeah, just go up in there and like fuck around with his face for a minute, <laughs> do whatever you want, <laughs> and then just say your line at the end. He's that's a child what, actor. He's that, used to it. That's yeah. what kids yeah. do. Yeah. I mean, right? they, they got no personal space. Yeah, just like manipulates every muscle in his face. He's like, oh, there you are, Peter. Which and then another exact- moment, I cried. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, there you are, Peter, which is exactly what I say every morning when I wake up. <laughs> um, so we, we've talked about great-looking sets so far. The, the pirate set looked great. And then now it cuts to the inside of Hook's ship. And I got to say, a, another set, beautiful, beautiful set. Um, all, all of the Neverland sets were great. Like even the Lost Boys yeah. hideouts, right? The back end of his ship, like that was that's amazing. It just it looked like a pirate face, and then you go inside and you're like, this, this is the best ship right. ever. Yeah, I did like in the the Lost Boys hideout how you could tell kind of like that '90s vibe with some of the graffiti. Like, yeah, I, I I thought it the same thing. Like especially with like the extreme skateboarding, like the skateboard yeah, for sure, <laughs> uh, with the basketball hoop and oh yeah 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 for sure the um. The next scene is where we meet, or no, no, not meet. The, the next scene we see um, this new side of Captain Hook as he's holding a gun up to his head. Dark. <laughs> Took a turn out of nowhere when he decides that his plan isn't going to work and threatens to kill himself. Don't try to stop me, speak. Don't try to stop me. Don't try to stop me. Master manipulator. Try like, to stop me. Yeah, what, what are you doing? doing? Get up here. Like... Uh, uh, looking back, I'm like, why was this okay to like having a kids a PG movie? I don't know. That's kind of interesting. That was one was of this the parts. Really PG? Yeah. Did you guys remember that solidly? Like that was one of the parts where I was like, I, <laughs> I do not, not really I remember, not remember this happening. And that's why it was okay in like, kids movies. Was this edited? Kids do not <laughs> <Right>. understand. <laughs> well, especially then the line he delivers, like. He's basically like, I want to die. There's no adventure here. Death is the only great adventure I have left. And I got to say, Captain Hook, goth icon? <laughs> Hell yeah. And you know what? As you say that, uh, Peter at the end of the movie says, Let life is the next great adventure. Ying. So there Ta-ying. you go. Is this a, 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 was that a the one callback? Nice. I'm also crying again. <laughs> <laughs> we need a... Uh, Crying counter yeah. on, yeah. <laughs> on the soundboard. Just have it on the screen for YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> you could totally do that with uh, some proper editing. So at this point, um, Smee comes up with another idea um, after being instructed to do something intelligent. No, no, no. Captain Hook comes up with the idea. Smee says it, but oh. it's Hook's idea. That's a good point. That's a good point. True. The, the idea being to make the kids like him because they're easier to manipulate that way. Um, and I just got to say, at this point, I, I kind of stopped seeing Captain Hook as a villain and more as just a dude who needs therapy. <laughs> just a lonely dude <laughs> that just nobody lonely, loves. Lonely dude whose mother didn't love. He One could say he even needs a mommy really, really badly. <laughs> Isn't Smee his mommy? It's mo- mom's me? Yeah, mom's me. So then um, it cuts over to Peter here training with Lost Boys, um, and he's, he's taking his first flying lesson, and he gets loaded up on the catapult, 
And I didn't really notice the graffiti you guys mentioned, but I did absolutely notice here all the signs that the kids were holding up. <laughs> Tink Happy Tots. <laughs> I didn't see any of these. You didn't see yeah, that? They were no. holding them up by the. the they were pool. holding up the signs that were yeah. like Happy Thoughts, and yeah. they're obviously children that can't spell. Idiots. <laughs> uh, I think one was like birthday spelled B-E-R. Yeah, that's right. That's what I was trying to think of. It was literally just so. Birthday. So of all the signs, they were Tink Happy Tots. Candy, spelled K-A-N-D-E-E. Metal. Ho- horsies, <laughs> bugs, birthday, and gum. You know, things <laughs> that make you happy. So I got to ask, guys, what would the sign that they would hold up for you be? What would your, what would your hold-up sign be? What's your go-to happy thought? Now we're back there. <laughs> you really called us on the <laughs> spot here. Well, I feel like Keenan's is obvious. He's been mentioning it this whole podcast. <laughs> What's alcohol. It? Alcohol. <laughs> it's just like it's just like truly Bud Light seltzer. Hang on, I gotta take a drink. <laughs> um <laughs> sorry. I don't know. I guess now mine will probably be like craft beer. <laughs> that would make me smile. That's a happy thought. Va- uh, vape jewel. <laughs> no. I think there's a reason why I don't fly. As one of the people without kids, by the way, one of the people what without kids say, putting it out there. I was gonna say, uh, kids is a cop out. You can't, answer. you can't say kids and family. No. When I became a father, <laughs> just like Peter when he thought of Jack. I mean, I, I just want to point out how it took Marcus a couple of seconds to think about a thing that makes him happy. <laughs> I, I could see he that was his first thought, but he was just like, that's going to be the obvious yeah, thing because yeah. I'm going to go for something else. <laughs> Which was nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Mine would be pizza, plain and simple. That's a good one. No debates. Anyway, so thanks for, thanks for allowing yourselves to be put on the spot, not that you had much choice. <laughs> <laughs> Cut it. Cut it all out. <laughs> all that's going to be on I'm just going to leave yours. <laughs> <laughs> so now um, I'm gonna, not happy. I'm going to edit it to say my happy thought is nothing. <laughs> <laughs> what are those? So now it cuts back to Hook with the kids. And the previous scene, again, Hook is leaving with a plan to make the kids like him. So that way, you know, they're easy to manipulate. And he does this by telling Maggie directly to her face, before you were born, your parents would stay up all night together just to see the sunrise. Maggie, before you were born, they were happier. They were free. <laughs> you know how things you say to a kid to make them like you? Did you want to talk to them, Marcus? <laughs> so this actually made me go back to questioning like the effect of Neverland. Is it more impactful for like males over females? Mm. Because Maggie seems to remember more throughout, and Jack is already starting to forget. Well, are there any other females in Neverland besides Tinkerbell? And there then? was that uh, Glenn Close. Oh <laughs> no, not Glenn right. Close. The, the lovely ladies <laughs> that yeah. they yeah, show. That's those, right, lovely. and mermaids. Yeah, mermaids. Lovely. <laughs> I mean. Are all mermaids women? I don't know. Merman. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, that's, that's a good point. Um, again, the lore of and the rules of what makes the memory forget and come and go. I, I, I Just a writer's dream. It's whatever you want. I mean, they, they had very much uh, creative control of what they could have done. So, I don't know why they made it so confusing. I, I don't know. But anyway... 
So then uh, that doesn't really work, and Maggie doesn't like that for some reason. Um, so let's let's cut back to Peter and see what he's up to. And I got to say, this next scene, it's it's the dinner of the the never foods. And I had completely forgotten about this scene, but the second they like start eating from invisible bowls, I'm like, oh my God, I remember this. And I got to say, um, that food, when it finally appeared, looked delicious, right? Especially when they were like throwing it around. Because it looks like just... <laughs> Different colors, icing. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it looks like. Like chicken and icing yeah. <laughs> after dinner was <laughs> magic sand. So, so I remember as like a kid that icing always looked so good. <laughs> I still hope someday that I get to have a food fight like that. Right. Well, and the fact that the food is more colorful that makes the food fight better for some reason. I didn't <laughs> so really clean it off. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. You're dyed those colors. <laughs> Like like the people who are like buy the cheap hair dye or whatever, and it's like stuck on them for for months, even after all the chemical treatments and whatnot. Um, so then we have, um, I think that the concept of the show Yo Mama came from this next scene where Rufio and Peter are just hurling insults back and forth, and like I laughed as a kid, I laughed again now. Like some of these were just out there, wild. In the most PG way to insult people. You're a booger brain. Yeah. But there were a few lines that definitely went over my head as a kid. Did did you catch the one the comment that uh, Peter made called Rufio a nearsighted gynecologist? <laughs> <laughs> I, I did catch that this time. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh wow, I did didn't didn't catch that. But you know, that was before he absolutely destroyed Rufio by before he called him like a substitute chemistry teacher or something, or what was it? That was it. Substitute chemistry. Yeah, so substitute chemistry teacher, nearsighted gynecologist. Uh, I think at one point someone called someone a slug slime sack of rat guts covered in cat vomit, which seems like a very child way to insult somebody else. Um, and it's at the very end of this scene where uh, one of the lost boys hands back Peter, toodles his marbles. And then I went, oh. <laughs> he's <laughs> not a creepy. He's not creepy. <laughs> I had toodles all wrong. <laughs> but at this point, I've already seen him as a creep, so that just carried on for the rest of the movie. You already saw him watch Tinkerbell carry a dead body out of a window. <laughs> and he was happy about he it. He didn't care at all. <laughs> so then it cuts back to, to uh, a sleeping Captain Hook, and um, Jack is sleeping in the room with him as well. And his pocket watch is going off. And that you know wakes Hook's mustache first, and then him. And then when, right when he wakes up, I noticed that he he took the like a cork off of his hook. And I gotta say that that's genius, because can you imagine the, what would happen if he didn't? <laughs> Why is he wearing it? He can take it off. Yeah, yeah. That's, well, that's a good point. He's being <laughs> extra at that point. He's got like the crown royal bag over it, and then the freaking cork <laughs> over the hook. <laughs> so, um, at this point, Jack's watch is going off, and Hook's not a fan of this. He's got some trauma, and again. Man who just needs therapy. Like, he's clearly got some PTSD with some clocks at this point. And so he takes Jack to his room of broken clocks. Um, he, he is the picture of mental health. That's all I can say at this point. And, again, I, I, at this point, I just, I just feel bad for him. He's like, oh, let me take you to this broken clock room and show you everything that I have control over because clocks are a trigger to me. But whatever. So 
Uh, at this point, you know, making kids like him, he lets uh, Jack smash the clock. And Jack's sold. And I've been to a smash room. I get it. So I, I literally noted that this scene was probably the inspiration for any smash room. <laughs> well, I feel like Mar- Marcus should bring up the uh, the next scene because I feel like this is probably something he's been extremely excited for in this movie. Totally. The scene where they're sneaking into the baseball game and they do the best thing to get in there is they st- <laughs> sit on each other's <laughs> shoulders in suits. <laughs> <laughs> but then they get off right before they're even in there. Before they see anybody. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> we don't know that. That's how the original Gora was. <laughs> oh, this again? <laughs> Just a dude in a <laughs> It's somehow shown up on multiple movies that we've talked about. The aliens in Space Jam. Yeah. Yeah, that too. Maybe maybe that's the common denominator <laughs> for all these movies. Like. I'm sure we can find that as, somewhere. As far as movie tropes go, don't hate that one. <laughs> More of it, please. So at this point, Peter finally gets to watch his son, Jack, play a game. Um, but Captain Hook is also calling him son, which is kind of weird for a kid he just met. I don't know. That was a little creepy to me. Well, what upset me about this scene is Smee is out there Walking like a motherfucker, just doing <laughs> yeah, whatever he wants on the mound. <laughs> he was lifting his leg up like three well, that's times. Because Jack taught them how to play baseball. <laughs> he doesn't know the rules yeah. yet. But still, call something. I think. I think at one point, a pirate steals a base and then he gets shot for it. <laughs> Again, I would he watch steals. sports. <laughs> I would watch sports if they were like this. They are. Yeah. <laughs> You're just not watching them. <laughs> That's baseball. You could honestly just read the news. Every week there's a football player going to jail for something. (laughs) (laughs) And they're all on the Raiders. Too soon? (laughs) One one sport I actually did watch, and again, it's sports adjacent. Did you guys ever watch Slam Ball? I was going to say. On Spike? Yep. (laughs) Basketball, trampolines, every kid's dream. Anyway. uh, So at this point, uh, this, this game is wild. Um, run home, Jack, but the, the pirates mix up the words. It's, it's home run, Jack. So any more baseball talk before we meet Peter's new, sh- new friend, his shadow? I mean, I could go on for hours, but I'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> let it go. Neverland League. Um, all right, so yeah. What's the regulation of these fences? <laughs> <laughs> That's like, what, maybe, what, 90, 100 feet? This is it's it, ridiculous. Of it course didn't it, matter. Of course he hit a home run. It didn't matter. That ball was <laughs> in the <laughs> air for an hour. <laughs> well, in, in, the, in the greatest probably scene transition of the movie, we, we think it's just another scene where we find Peter alone trying to practice flying solo when that very same baseball comes and conks him on the head, and then he's fine. I feel like that force of that baseball to travel that far in the air would absolutely murder him but whatever CTE. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. um so at this point peter finds his old hideout in there and this is where the memories just keep flooding back um and the tears keep yeah. flooding back yeah. <laughs> one more tear counter <laughs> so um tinkerbell's in there and he, he starts re- recalling his memory to her and at this point 
Like, he kind of lost me with some of this memory. He's like, I remember being a baby. <laughs> yeah, that baby <laughs> scene was ridiculous. I decided to run away. Yeah. <laughs> you got pushed out a hill. <laughs> you didn't run anywhere. You couldn't walk. That was going to be uh, <laughs> my joke about going to see the movie when we were two. <laughs> I decided to go see the movie, but what really happened is the wind just flew me and Keenan into the movie theater. You guys had a rebellious face and ran away to the movie theater. <laughs> um, sir, you... Yeah, no, and then he's like, you, like... You, Tinkerbell saved me. It's like, sir, she kidnapped you <laughs> as a baby. <laughs> she didn't save you. This is Stockholm Syndrome. Again, this is a common theme in our movies. You like <laughs> Goro puppets <laughs> <laughs> and Stockholm Syndrome. Stockholm Syndrome where there is a sports game being played in a neighboring world <laughs> where logic and rules don't apply. And anything gently. That's true, yeah. <laughs> So then um, we recount how he met um, Wendy, who was played by a young Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> this was actually her second movie ever. I don't remember what her first was, but I was like, is that, is that Gwyneth Paltrow? It sure is. Why did I say that like John Mulaney? <laughs> is that, is that <laughs> Dean Cade? <laughs> um, and he just kept coming back for her. And then one day, you know, when Wendy is fully aged and an adult, and her granddaughter sleeping in the bed. Creep. Sound asleep. Yeah. <laughs> There's your creep, that bro. That was, yeah, that. <laughs> I'm going to kiss her. <laughs> I, think, I think we can She's probably asleep. jump ahead to She's the getting a kiss. what doesn't hold up and that. Yeah. Yep. She's mine. <laughs> uh, she property. Peter, no. Oh, she's getting it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so when I want to give her a kiss. <laughs> no, don't do that. You'll disappoint. No. A real kiss. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. Well, like when he says it, he's like, she's like, that's my granddaughter sleeping in the bed. And he's like, I want to kiss her. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> and then she stops him. She's like, no, no, no. I'm like, oh, thank God. And she's like, I couldn't bear Moyer's heartbroken when she finds out she can't keep you. I'm like, that's the reason <laughs> that you don't want, her to, want him to kiss her? Weird, weird thing you got going on there, Wendy. Another Stockholm scene. <laughs> she ends up marrying the dude. <laughs> and then Tinkerbell looks in the window and sees Peter kissing Wendy. Or Moira, Moira now. asleep and is is jealous? How? <laughs> <laughs> that was horrifying. <laughs> I was not expecting it. It's very loud in my ear. <laughs> but anyway, T Tinkerbell is jealous of this, and I have to ask how how would that work? How would this work? Tinkerbell and Peter. I mean, we have another John and Tweety situation going on here. I mean, they kind of explain it. I don't see it. anything wrong with that. <laughs> they explain it in the next scene because she, she becomes full-sized. Oh, she becomes all right. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I, I got to say, that scene weird. probably could have been cut. Yeah, that, yeah weird. Was very it's, unnecessary. It, uh, <laughs> and <laughs> Peter remembers he's Peter Pan in that scene, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then, but forgets. All about you can only keep one other yeah, another life. Neverland lore. Like it's like he instantly forgot about his kids and Moira. I mean, when you can fly, is there <laughs> anything else to think about? But the only reason he can fly is because of them. Which I, I want to point out because at this point, cuts back to Peter in the treehouse, remembering right, and he's found his happy thought, and he's finally flying. 
It took this man an hour and 40 minutes to find one thing he was happy about in this movie. <laughs> Story of Marcus. <laughs> I was going to say, come back to me at the end of the podcast. I'm probably still going to have a hard time. Like, like he's here to get his kids, and he's like, huh, happy thought. <laughs> I don't know. Interesting. Um, so then, yeah, t- Tink gets humongous. That was weird. Um, gets grown. Um, which, and then she kisses him, which is, this is now the fourth person, not Peter's wife, who has kissed him in this movie. And he's just cool with it every he time. He forgot. <laughs> I mean, the mermaids he remembered. Y- 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 Your Honor. Yeah, don't forget this. <laughs> Your Honor, I forgot I was married. <laughs> wait, wait. But if Never his wife asked, he forgot. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Um, but anyway, so now it's the big showdown, Captain Hook versus Peter. He arrives fully flying, fully in costume, fully spiked hair. Um, and that this hair, man, that hair. And at this point we see, speaking of hair, a young Jack dressed in full miniature Captain <laughs> Hook. Adorable. <laughs> And the first thing I thought when I saw him standing next to Hook is, don't talk to me or my son ever again. <laughs> uh, but Jack doesn't want to go home with his dad um, because he's he's happy where he's at. And Hook says, he's my son. He loves me dearly. And then proceeds to shove him out of the way to go fight. You know what you do to your, your, your loving son. Um, so then Peter flies up to Jack. Jack, I found my happy thought. It took me three days. Know what it was? It was you. Meanwhile, Maggie's off somewhere like, that's, that's what, what I was going to say. <laughs> Where was Maggie this whole yeah, time? Right. She was off singing on the side of the, right. the dock so everybody could hear and nobody cared about her anymore. <laughs> but as the son, your dad telling you that, like, it took me three days. And you're like, three <laughs> days? <laughs> to realize that you love me? <laughs> well, well, I mean. <laughs> don't come to my baseball games. <laughs> You drew me without a parachute. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> we're kind of even. Come on. Uh, so then the pirates and the, and the lost boys, everyone joins the battle. It's a, big, it's a big party here. And we have seen here now some of the most creative weapons. Uh, you had like egg cannons with a chicken on top or a hen on top actively laying more eggs. <laughs> you have a never-ending ammo supply. Sick. Marble shooters. Paint blasters. I mean, I would just love to, like, play a first-person shooter with all these Peter Pan games. That would be, or Peter Pan weapons, that'd be awesome. And this scene was one of the parts where you're like, how can people rate this movie bad? I mean, even when the Lost Boys were getting ready, like, how some of them put on their armor. That was sick. was, like, the most badass thing in Mm. the world. I'm like, how can people not like this? Yeah. Well, and then you see Rufio's costume, and he looked badass before. He's got freaking, like, bones all Skill over him now. Super Shredder. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> got an upgrade. Um, but now it cuts to Maggie, and she's dealing with some pirates, and then Peter comes in and fights some of them off, and she has an epiphany. Peter Pan's my dad? Like, you mean an apostrophe. <laughs> <laughs> Like didn't didn't you know that what, what didn't there wasn't there already a scene where you talked about Wendy being Wendy? And they didn't know yeah. he was Peter Pan. Wendy wrote the stories. She was the one that was part of the book. Yeah, Brett. Okay, yeah. but Come she on. she was there in the very get all fir- these twisting lores together. Okay, 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 but she was on the pirate ship. 
where Peter landed, and everyone's like, that's Peter Pan, that's Peter Pan. Was she just plugging her ears that whole time? She was in the tower. Yeah, she was She was across in, the, in the net. In the net. Well, but he wasn't. Yeah, but he couldn't fly. Peter Pan, couldn't. you know. He didn't think he was Peter yeah. Pan. I'm just saying, if it was I, me, I'd I'm be still like, oh, okay. convinced. It's Peter. <laughs> yeah, especially with how the movie ends. Yeah. yeah. Hey, wait, Spoiler. Wait, wait. Pump the brakes. <laughs> It's got like two hours before we get right. to that. <laughs> so then we are... Um, Just kidding, everybody. We are at the climax of the fight here. Rufio um, shows off against Captain Hook. They've got like a nice little back and forth. And then Prince Zuko, I mean Rufio, <laughs> tragically dies, delivering the best Prince Zuko, I mean Rufio line, and says, I wish I had a dad like you. <laughs> and Ow, crying again. again. <laughs> Fire Lord, dance. I know, right? And uh, I was like, "That's that 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 line right there had to be why he was cast for that role, probably right." Uh, and then Maggie delivers the best line of the whole movie when she sees Captain Hook. You need a mother very, very badly. And again, this guy just needs therapy. He's got trauma. He's lonely. He's got PTSD. Maybe if this was resolved, he wouldn't go kidnap kids. Just, just saying. What one part of that fight that stood out to me that I had one of those laugh out loud moments again. I don't remember the kid's name. The one that that gave Peter the marbles. The uh, kid turned into thud. Thud turned yeah. into a Is a that his human. name or yeah. is that just the his move? The ball. <laughs> That's his name, Thud. <laughs> his move. <laughs> that the sound that it, it makes when he walks. Dang. His name is literally Thud. But Thud turns into a human wrecking ball. He, like, was, he was wrecking thud. Perfect <laughs> spear rolling down <laughs> yeah. a ramp. Like when I watched that again, I was like, "What just happened there?" Like <laughs> it was. It was. There's the, an Avenger. It was the Michael Jordan Space Jam yeah. scene again, but he did it himself. That's another thing we enjoy when humans just turn themselves <laughs> into <laughs> balls. Perfect <laughs> spheres. Yeah, if you're gonna ever pitch us a movie, make sure up front you tell us if there's any scenes in the movie where someone gets turned into a cannonball. That will that will put it up at the top. Uh, but now it's time for Captain Hook to be defeated by the Lost Boys traumatizing him with a bunch of clocks. And again, get this man some therapy. He, need, he needs it. I think you're defending Hook too much. <laughs> I, th- I think that a lot of He's problems would have here, been okay. solved. I, I think we're... Uh, <laughs> I don't know how many therapists are in Neverland. <laughs> I think we're letting him off the hook too much. I mean, they very well could be. Like, how how old are these kids? Like... Because Peter is obviously one hundred. Yeah, they gotta be. Oh yeah, they're definitely they're yeah really timeless. Because they're they were old enough to know Wendy. Yeah, and she old. She ninety two. She, she is yeah. old. She is old. So, <laughs> I guess that's another question: is how does aging in Neverland work? Because you don't, you don't. It's, well, it's frozen. Well, no, because Peter went as a baby, right? Uh, ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Maybe and then he came back and he was a kid. But he, he leaves and comes back periodically. So he's aging while he's mm. in the real world. So yeah. if you're born there, do you never Don't question it. Maybe you get to choose when you stop growing up. And he's like, you know what? I'm old enough where I want to do this shit. Yeah, because the do. pirates also, you know, they're yeah. adults. But that's and what I'm saying. Is like, Yeah, Captain Hook is aging because he's got... Let's be honest. I'm over 30 years old, and I have gray hair, and I have thinning hair. I understand it now. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. But but that's what I'm saying is, like, maybe, maybe the kids are, like, 100 years old. 
Is, are the adults 200 years old? Is that is that how it works? I don't, I don't I'm going to go with John's Who knows? Uh, theory of you get to decide. Yeah. Like, if you, you get to decide if you want to grow up or not. In Neverland. Let us know in the comments on the YouTube video <laughs> if you think uh, Marcus is right or if maybe well, there's another theory. And well, while you're there, go ahead, hit that like button and subscribe. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, guys. Well, along with that... How does time flow? Do they go back to the real world and it's been three days later? So has the mom been waiting for three days or is it? It was like the, the next night, morning, right? Yeah, this is some Einstein so theory the of relativity night? shit going on here. When, she, when they came back and she was, wasn't it the same night? She didn't seem panicked that Peter was gone. I don't know. I mean, she probably thought he was at work or something. Or out drinking. Like, he's, yeah. he's in the bathroom <laughs> taking a phone call yeah. or something, right? So at this point, uh, Hook gets eaten by a dead alligator, crocodile. Well, I don't, I don't know what the difference. Yeah, that was questionable. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna go back to uh, the possible ending of did this happen? Because Peter wakes up in the snow. Yeah, and also, mm-hmm. why did you have Smee there? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So Peter wakes up in the snow, in in, in, in his normal clothes. Yeah, and his tuxedo, right? Yep. From the banquet. And he sees Smee. But then he also sees Tinkerbell. So confirmed. But that, <laughs> that could have been in his head. But then he gives the marbles to Dooley. And I, I don't know. Yeah. I'm very confused. Well, I, I also want to point out, like, how... So the kids... Okay, so the kids fly back into the... Oh, yeah, the kids can fly now. Yeah, yeah. So... Tinkerbell takes them. Yeah, so I also want to point out how Tinkerbell... um, No, she sprays pixie dust on them. And then Peter says, all right, think a happy thought and you can fly. And then Maggie gets her revenge and is like, yeah, mom. I'm thinking about mom right now. Not you, you piece of shit. Suck it. (laughs) (laughs) And then Jack's like, my dad. Captain Hook. (laughs) (laughs) Was that another crying moment for you there, Keenan? No, I, I did have one more, but... But <laughs> but they then they fly away. It took all the kids one second to think of a happy thought. It took Peter an hour and 40 minutes. Not three days. <laughs> they, <laughs> they still have their innocence of being children. They haven't had a, a corporate job weighing them down for... Corporate America. <laughs> for the last 30 years or whatever. Right. So now, yeah, then it, Peter wakes up in the snow. The kids fly back to the room and... See their their mom asleep. Obviously, they're traumatized, <laughs> and the kids do the gaslightiest things ever. Just let's just go back to the bed, and pretend we were never gone. And again, got you. We're right here. There's a camera. There's a camera. Again, they act like they don't remember her, even though her happy thought was her mom. <laughs> she looks like an angel. <laughs> Uh, but also, Peter woke up in the yard um, and then next to another doghouse. <laughs> so that's two doghouses that we've seen here. And this is another one of those doghouses that had the name on it. The dog's name was Nana. Yeah, it's from a cartoon. I don't I don't know Peter Pan. I recently watched it. So. <laughs> in, in preparation for watching Hook, I also watched the Disney's Peter Pan and Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. And I guess it, it rounds up here. Uh, Peter gives Toodles his his uh, marbles back. 
And then maybe there was pixie dust in the bag too, because then Toodles flies away and is doing loop de loops and pull in the in the sky. And so, like, is he the only one that can fly now? Uh, again, what what are the rules? It doesn't make sense. Um, but that basically wraps up the the movie start to finish. Um, just a couple things I, I I wanted to note here. So. Obviously, lots of crying time. Oh, wait, you had one more crying time. What was the crying time? Oh, it was like the last line of the movie where Robin Williams is like, the adventure is to live. And I was just like, damn, right? Probably like seeing that before wouldn't have hit me as hard, but just knowing. Well, that actually goes perfectly from what I was about to say. Robin Williams became best friends with director Steven Spielberg while making this movie. Reportedly, after Williams' death, Spielberg decided to watch this movie out of remembrance but couldn't finish it because he couldn't stop crying for several hours. Yeah, I get it. I'm kind of upset <laughs> we, with you guys for making it. me watch this movie. Yeah, we get it, man. Hey, we could have watched a different movie. <laughs> we could have watched true. Pan with uh, is that no, uh, Hugh we, Grant? We are not watching that one. Not Hugh Grant. Uh, who was it? I don't know. I can't remember. But no, that. Sounds like a terrible movie. So we, we all clearly love this movie, but um, it was Hugh all Jackman. Jackman. <laughs> there it is. Uh, see, this is, why, this is why we see all the movies in theaters together. <laughs> so we've talked about it a lot here, but let's go around the table here. Um, do you guys think this movie holds up? Marcus. Yeah, I liked it. Uh, like I said, uh, I mean... The the trope of the busy dad, you know, that's kind of old now, but at the time, whatever, probably wasn't. Um, still very entertaining. So it's it's hard to answer that, <laughs> you know. But I liked it. I liked it as well. I think it holds up. I think people got stuck in what they thought Peter Pan was in their own mind and perception and it, it just stood out to me in this movie one big thing tinkerbell is a scumbag <laughs> i'll leave it at that um all right yeah keenan i mean yeah well, absolutely i think it holds up i enjoyed this movie thoroughly and it, it sent me on an emotional roller coaster it was action-packed it has comedy it has a lot of heart which really surprised me rewatching it how much like how much it has in it. Especially rewatching it as a parent. Yeah. <laughs> definitely <laughs> that, changes that like hit me. when you're when you're the dad now instead of when you were the kid. Yeah, go with Captain Hook. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's cool. Look at his mustache. He's got a bow. Just needs therapy. <laughs> nah. Let's go smash some clocks. Anyway, uh, I, I have to I have to agree. Um, this movie, like I, I watched it several times as a kid, but I took a break from it. I guess I haven't watched this in maybe like two decades or something. So it was very nice and refreshing to come back see Robin Williams again. I know we we got to with Jumanji, but this was a different light. Um, so I mean, great movie again. Not sure how I got a freaking twenty nine. What's up with that? That's insane to me. Um, but anyway, so. That is Hook. Um, what do you guys say we go on and play a little game we like to call Bed, Wed, Behead? 
For the uninitiated, we pick <laughs> three people from the movie and we have to decide which we will bed, wed, or behead. So, Keenan, you cried the most, probably. <laughs> Who's your pick? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll start it and I'll say Smee. Smee. All right, John, what you got? Oh my gosh, I forgot his name. Marbles. Toodles. 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 Yeah. Oh, God. Toodles. That's for I'm going to let you pick Brett since you didn't pick last All time. All right, but that means you're going first. So, <clears throat> we got Smee, Toodles, and let's go Bill. <laughs> Wait, who is Bill? Bill. Like the guy Bill. on the phone? That's Brad. That's Brad. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there okay. was a Bill in that right, office somewhere. Not Bill. I'm an idiot. All right. I guess we, we haven't ever seen Brad. All right. I'll just... Well, are you saying the only thing that matters is looks? Wait, was Brad the guy at the elevator? The, the no, was it Brad I don't the think camper? so. No. No, uh, I uh, was he the camera guy? <laughs> was was Brad? Was no, the, camera, was Brad the umpire? Was somebody else. The... <laughs> I, I don't know. Oh, regardless, <laughs> Ca- Captain <laughs> Hook. Captain Hook. Okay, go. Okay, so it's Sweet. Hook, Schmeagle, and who did you say, John? Toodles. 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 All I can think about with Toodles is <laughs> Mickey Mouse, <laughs> uh, Clubhouse. Um. <laughs> Okay, Oof. these are not great options. So, I think I'll wed Smee because he's an intelligent enough dude. I think he probably get along the best. Toodles is crazy, so he, he does intelligent things. Good choice. I mean, is it Toodles <laughs> pre or post marbles? It's Either way, he's kind of crazy. I don't really want to talk to him. <laughs> Kill Hook, I guess, because he's a murderer. <laughs> so, <laughs> I guess, elimination, I'd have to bed Toodles. Gross. Interesting choices. I was waiting for a boo or anything, <laughs> anything really. but <laughs> I just don't feel comfortable right now. <laughs> um, I actually did... But the same exact three. Um, I, I said behead hook because, I mean, that guy's got baggage. He's got too much. I can't. If, the, if this was a show baggage with uh, Jerry Springer, <laughs> too much baggage. <laughs> what a weird show, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I said wed Smee. He, he just seems to be like somebody who's just going to take care of you no he, matter he's what. He's a caregiver. Yeah, like, he, yeah. He's always there. Gentle. Earwax. Yeah. And then... Um, Toodles, you could probably get a couple crazy romps out of that. <laughs> you get one. You get one crazy romp. He could put those marbles somewhere. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> on a string. Uh, uh. <laughs> what do you got, John? Uh, <laughs> um, let's see. Well, I mean, Smee is the one we're going to marry. Like, caregiver, feed me. I don't care if you take little bites. Just give me the food. <laughs> This is the only time I can eat. Um, I'm going to switch it up, though. I'm going to go for the crazy bit. He's got a little trauma, a little baggage. It's going to be a decent ride in the bed. I'm going to hook. (laughs) You guys are so graphic. What if if his wig slides (laughs) off? (laughs) We'll get around it. We'll get around it. And then, where is he going to put that hook? Yeah. Let's say. That's that's part of that's the, a hook that's around the mystery, <laughs> <laughs> and then that means poor marbles. It's gonna 
get beheaded. Maybe uh, Hook has like a, a different adapter for his hand. Yeah. <laughs> We could get deep on that. That thing had multiple. We saw it with a pointer with, with chalk on it. He he was able to put the baseball glove there. <laughs> that was it. Was so funny when he was just holding up the base. He's he's got he's like a stand mixer. He's yeah. got like a pasta maker yeah. like yeah. attachment, a meat grinder. Um, oh, not a meat grinder. All right, I'm going to actually disagree again, and here's what I'm going to say is I'm marrying Toodles, and the reason is because that pixie dust is going to wear off, and he's going to go splat on the ground, marriage over, and I'm free to do what I want. (laughs) (laughs) Appropriate. Uh, We just know you hate him. It's fine. Yeah, he's weird. I don't like him. (laughs) And then I'm going to behead Perfect person (laughs) to marry. He's going to die soon, don't worry. You could have beheaded him, though. I will behead Hook because I don't want that dude running around sticking swords in my door forever. Um, and then I'll bed me. He seems like a pretty cool guy. You're back to It's <laughs> <laughs> a good reason. Phrasing. <laughs> murder somebody. Phrasing. Um, all right, guys. So that is bed, wed, behead. I think it's time we move on to a little game we like to call Seven Degrees of Who. So we'll pick a person from the movie. I was going to pick... The kid who plays Jack. I don't know his name. I know a movie that he's in. And that's the only movie I could think of when... Charlie Corsmo. Corsmo? Um, All right. So, Charlie... Corsmo. Corsmo. You have to drill when you say it. (laughs) To... Here we go. Number one on the list was Eminem. Oh, so we have to get to Eminem, We have to right? get to Eminem. You know that? Ooh, okay. We could do it. We, we could we, do, we could do this actually pretty quickly. Now I think about it. Yeah. We could do this. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So because I chose Charlie, does that mean that I go first? Do yeah, it. because you got to get us out of this. Yeah. Okay. Might well, as well go with the movie you picked. Then I'll go with Seth Green in Can't Hardly Wait. Seth Green... I'm going to go with the Italian job, mm. Edward Norton. I forgot Edward Norton was in the Italian job. He's the bad guy. Yeah, right? he's the bad Italian. guy in that movie. So, All right, Edward Norton, uh, and we're going to Eminem. <laughs> there's one movie that's... You guys are going to have to... There's only one You're going to have to connect movie. it, because I'm, I I never saw 8 Mile. I'm going to say the movie that I know yeah, Eminem yeah. was in. Yeah, yeah. Eight you Mile. never saw 8 Mile? Oh, I do know another movie. It's great. It? Ooh. There's another movie Eminem's in. Is there? And I, yeah. Okay. Give me a second. I might be able to connect it. Yep. I think I know who what you're talking about. Yeah. That's what Do I was trying to link it to at first. You got Ed, it? Yes. We can finish this. Oh, well. Mm-hmm. Edward Norton was in Sausage Party with Seth Rogen. Yeah, that's the movie. I don't know what movie you're talking about. <laughs> I can, it's, I, it's there. I mean, there's one way I was already going to go, and okay. that was... Let's do Seth Rogen. Oh, here we go. To Paul Rudd in Knocked Up. No, we can get back to it. That's fine. Do you get what I'm doing? You get what I'm doing yes. here? Yes. We well, can. sort of. I don't know. No, <laughs> I mean, I do. We've, we are talking. You know what I'm doing. I know what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> but I also know where they're going to go. Yeah. Yes. So I can go either way. Yeah. yeah. Wait. No. No, you can't. You need to go one way. Yeah. Because it has to go through us. No, because he could do it. I could finish it. Yeah. I'll finish it. I'm really good at finishing. You could say it. John could finish it. It's quick, though. It's not a long time. I'm just letting... Pause. The audience know. (laughs) 
<laughs> this could go two ways. I'm going to go with he was in Clueless with Brittany Murphy. But. I know. Okay. We could have also said that he was with like Leslie Mann in This Is 40. No. No. That's not no. even the way. No. First of all. Okay. Hey, Mando. <laughs> <laughs> my official guess, okay. and I want okay. all of this okay. in here. All right, all right. Uh, my official Brittany one Murphy. is Brittany Murphy. Okay. That way you can finish it. Okay, okay. And we'll, then I'll explain. We'll, yeah, okay. after we get it, we'll we'll say what we're thinking. All right, Brittany and Murphy. Brittany Murphy was in Eight Mile with Marshall Mathers, aka Eminem. Nice. Mm. There you now, go. Now, what were you gonna say, Wes? So if Leslie Mann was in Funny People with Eminem. I didn't know Eminem. I never saw Funny People. I, I've never seen it either. I erased that memory from my movie. I, <laughs> Funny People uh, is the one where, like, they're in, like, a, a bar or whatever. I think Ray Romano is talking to him. And he, like, makes him, like, super mad. Ray Romano. What does he sound like? Uh, <laughs> it's all wrong. <laughs> That's not where I was going. Oh. So what if I said to you, they hate us because they ain't us? Oh, was he in that, too? He was the interview there were, where he says he's he's gay. Yeah, Eminem like, comes out. I, I don't understand. I don't remember that. Yet. I don't understand I mean, I how remember people haven't picked kinda. up on it yet. Like yeah. I don't. <laughs> Is Hector a real person? Hector was a real person. I, I went to Paul Rudd because I was thinking you would say Paul Rudd was in Take Your Pick of Marvel with Anthony Mackie. Oh. To eight mile. That's where I was going. Paul Rudd was in Clueless. Yeah, to I mean, Murphy. I, I forgot about <laughs> the Britney Murphy. Angle. Pop duck. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I forgot about the Britney Murphy angle. I was strictly going to my in my brain. I was like, all right, got to get to Anthony Mackie. That's I the only reason. Literally there. from jump, I was like, how can I get back to the interview? Yeah, yeah. and what's like, funny is that people listening there? probably had like completely different yeah. rights <laughs> for this, and we're all like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> yeah. So, how many steps did we do it in officially, Marcus? Seven. Seven, Seven steps. steps. Hey, look at us go. That, that deserves an applause. Yeah. All right. Tell us if you did it in less steps, you show offs. I mean, you probably did. But, but anyway, guys, that is uh, Hook, the 1991 classic with Robin Williams, which got a 29% on Rotten Tomatoes. Ooh. Yes. Critics believe that Michael Bay's Transformers <laughs> was somehow a better movie than this, which. According to their standards, it's twice as good of a movie as it is, which is crazy. Um, not a fan of that. But we did want to leave you with um, a quote from the great, the late great Rufio, and that is um, bangering, you know? So do what you will with that information because, again, I didn't really find a quote that could sum up the whole movie. Um, it was just a lot of little themes running around here. Don't grow up. Life is the adventure. Um, don't work so much. Um, all that good stuff. Join us next time when we talk about Life Aquatic. Now, I just have to say, Marcus has been bugging us to do this movie for I so long. I am so excited. Yeah. But we haven't because a few of us haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Have you seen it, Kenyon? I haven't seen it. John, have you? I am stoked. I love this movie. Okay, so we now have... I mean, maybe I'll love it. Yeah. Who knows? We'll <laughs> see after, after the episode. We have a split cast here on Rotten Gems now that we have a fourth crew member. Um, so half of us have seen it, half of us haven't. So next time it'll be a, a new episode for us. But join us then. Um, until then, what do we always say, fellas? Good morning, Vietnam!
Yeah, that's it. That's a new one. <laughs> I'm not a pirate. It just so happens I'm a lawyer. Kill, Kill the, the lawyer. lawyer! I'm not that kind of lawyer. <laughs>